All right, everybody, welcome to the DZGG podcast. Today, I have a few team members with me. I'm David. I'm Gloriane. I'm Zach. I'm Giselle. And we'll be talking about successful steps for service learning. So a little bit background about service learning. It's an experience designed to help students connect with their coursework, their roles to citizenship. Don't do, and William James were the first people to come up with this idea for service learning for students to be able to have hands-on experience. So yeah, we have a few questions and my team members are gonna be helping me answer those questions. And what made you guys choose the service learning you're doing right now? Well, I decided to work with the, the mobile market because I know what it's like to be hungry and I want to make sure that everybody has a chance to eat and not suffer from food insecurity. So I work with Mobile Market and I work with Snack Sacks and Mana Food Sacks this semester. Oh, nice. So you back with some food sacks and how was the experience? I found the experience very rewarding. I know a lot, each time I went there, I had a lot on my plate and I had a lot on my mind. And I found that when I left there, I totally forgot everything I was going through. So what made me choose the service learning location I chose was the convenience. I just Googled really quickly soup kitchens that were located in Rockville, Maryland, and I ended uh coming across nourish now and so i just clicked on the site and they had an application for volunteers and it was just really easy and quick and i waited for a response from them to see if um it was gonna be like fast because i needed to do it like really quickly before they were due and so i just ended up going with that place because i didn't find anywhere else to do it and it was so basically it was just a convenience. So yeah, how did you guys find out about the place where you did your service learning at? As you already said, I kind of answered that already. Yeah. yeah. So I said that I found mine on Google, um, near my location. And I came up with the idea when Nika, is it Nika or Nika? Nick Shushka. Nick Shushka visited the class and gave us the paperwork. So I went through the paperwork and found Mobile Market and Mana Food Sacks. That's how I found my service learning. Well, I found it from my job because, yeah, I work with old people. I put them in Valley Nets and all. Senior citizens? Senior citizens, sorry. Yeah, excuse me, senior oh, citizens. Senior. I forgot it's recording. <laughs> Would you recommend it to other people, service learning? I actually really liked the place that I went to, and I re recommended it to a classmate, which is John. Um, he actually went there, too, and we both were just talking about how the people at Nourish Now are just really nice and kind and friendly when you first get in there. And even throughout the whole process, they're just always helping you, and they're always talking to you. They make conversation with you. They're just really friendly people. And so I would most definitely recommend it to other people. I would recommend Mobile Market. It's simple, it's straightforward, it helps a lot of people. You can get it done.
Yeah, I would recommend working with senior citizens. <laughs> because you you could get a lot of um, experiences from them and they have good stories to tell. They always keep it interesting. You you get to know stuff you don't know and they're just nice people, most of them. <laughs> you know, there was some difficulties though because some people might be suffering from dementia so mm -hmm. it might be a little bit difficult working with them. So I think that was a little bit hard for me. I don't know about you guys, do you have any difficulties? Yeah, what was hard about the people with the dementia though? Yeah, they had the moments, they were somewhere a little bit aggressive and they didn't know what they were doing when you were trying to do the activities with them. So it was, you had to make sure you kept an eye on them every second cause they might mess up something for the other residents who were able. Wow. So a difficulty, I didn't really have any difficulties besides the fact that at moments, um, so people are in and out of this place, um, helping different volunteers every single time. And sometimes you just don't know what to do or there'll, there'll be breaks or minutes where you don't know what to do and you're just standing there because you need some type of guidance because you don't know the, the entire warehouse. We're talking about difficulties? Yeah. Without service learning? Yeah. The only difficulty I had is that mobile market started first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get up three hours ahead of time in order to get here on time. Wow. That was the only drawback. And it takes me an hour and a half to get here, so. Yeah. That's, that's difficult. I actually have another thing that I just realized was that my service learning was from 10 to 12. And so it kind of was extended because I don't really have time. And so I would just do two hours and I would have to go well, every time I had class. And so I just feel like that extension, like it would have been easier maybe if I just had a one day to complete it or one to two days to complete it. But I kind of had to drag it out. Yeah, I agree with the time thing because it was really difficult because... Um, coming to school and working too made it difficult. I couldn't get enough hours, so I had to split it. Maybe do two hours a day and two hours another day would made it a little bit difficult. Maybe it would have been better if you could get a day to just crank it out. And yeah, it. and I actually, um, at the place that I was at, Nourish Now, they had groups um, coming in first for their schools to help or their companies. Um, there was University of Maryland students uh, from the nursing program that came in a group, and I feel like that might have been easier, like maybe if we had groups assigned and then just went to go do some service learning, so then we could get that out of the way. It would help if they have Nourish Now in the, in the packet next semester, too. Yeah, I think they should add that to the packet because it was a good place. It really helped. So, how did um, service learning improve your small group communication skills? Well, I think it improved my communication skills because every time I would go there to volunteer, there were different people working. Um, and the first few times I went there, I had no idea, like nobody was directing me or saying, do this, do this. So I had to go look for people like 
first, you know, so I, I kind of didn't, nobody was holding my hand or anything. Um, <laughs> so I kind of agree with what you said. Like, I came in a couple minutes late. And so everyone, I didn't get shown around the warehouse and I just kind of got dropped into doing what everyone else was doing. But I feel like I did a good job at just copying what everyone else was doing and just following my own lead, I guess. I actually had a lady one of the first times come up to me and say like, what are you doing? Why are you wandering around? Go look, <laughs> go look for something to do. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, I guess I really just kind of just, they, they really, uh, you give them a paper and you just start. All right, that sucked. <laughs> did that improve your communication skills in any ways? It did because, like, you always having to talk to somebody. Like, you haven't talked to people. Like, there were young people volunteering, old people. Oh, there's that. <laughs> Like adults, <laughs> senior citizens, and so, you, I mean, everything you did in there was in a group, so you would have to, I mean, if you didn't communicate, you couldn't get anything done. So I feel like I'm a very shy person, and, well, actually, I'm not that shy, but, um, when I was at the location, like, I would just start talking to random people because I would get bored, and it would make uh, the time go by faster because you're just having fun, having a conversation, as well as working. It helped me communicate because I had to ask for direction. Um, I tend to be an introvert. I don't like having conversations with people, so I had to talk to somebody, and we were in groups at tables, so how it helped me communicate is to, you know, we had to decide who was gonna do what at each table, who was gonna take the lead, who was gonna hand out this, who was gonna unpack the boxes, who was gonna shut down the boxes. So yeah, so it helped me communicate more effectively to get my point across. I mean, going off what Gloria said, it also really helped me with my group communication because um, I needed to set up with people who've been there and organizing everything and talking to the senior citizens too in a group also helped me develop my skills and a little bit of my leadership skills too. I mean, I'll do, I'll do it again anytime. Yeah, I feel like I would probably do some service learning hours at the same place next semester as well. Yeah, it opened up my environment to other people. And after each session, after each volunteer session, he sent out, the leader sent out an email about how many, how many, how much food we distributed and how many people helped and things like that. So it really encouraged you to do more. I mean, I, I would do it again, I think, because it helps a lot of things. I mean, you, you helping other people, but you, I think it's good. It was good for me, too, because you have to, I mean, you do a lot of physical, like, work, like you're lifting stuff. So I thought that was good for me.
So, um, for me personally, I think the school didn't have, didn't give it good enough resources for the service learning. It was a little bit difficult. They gave us a packet, but it really didn't help me. I feel like most of the stuff was either too far away from me or it wasn't just, it just didn't pique my interest. I actually felt the opposite. I thought that they did give us a good amount of resources because there was a lot of places in the packet. However, I never actually got time to go through the packet and see what places there was to volunteer. So that's why I quickly Googled it rather than going through the packet or looking through the school website or talking to a professor or, or going to Nick uh, Shushka myself. I thought it provided a lot of opportunities. It's just that they wanted that appealing. There were a lot of service opportunities, but they weren't appealing and some required more hours, some required more uh, heavy lifting. Yeah. yeah. Physical labor. Right. Yeah, and I also didn't like the time frames that I saw right. in the packet. Yeah, it conflicted with all the stuff. That's why I just went uh, myself to look for it. So, thank you for listening to the DZGG podcast. And this was a conversation about successful steps for service learning. Thank you for listening. Buy our merchandise. <laughs> our merchandise will be available for twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> you gotta describe the merchandise. What are we selling? So we're, we're selling t-shirts. We have black t-shirts with DZGG logo on front. <laughs> and you could get my face on another t-shirt. You know. Just me. Or my face. <laughs> it's more appealing. <laughs> All right. I have my emoji on the back. <laughs> oh, I love my emoji. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. You can put my face on and buy the sweater and put it over that face. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you for listening.